Welcome to By Nature by Trade. We are here with Katiri Burris. Katiri, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing well. Thank you. Um, Thanks for being on the show. Can you tell everybody what you do? I am a fashion designer and more specifically a technical designer at a major label. Oh, cool. So how did you get started in that? Um, Well, as a child, I um, started sewing when I was five years old. And then actually for a while, it was more like a hobby to me. I would draw clothing on people just for fun. Um, and then sometime in college, I spoke to a friend who had been a mentor to me in sewing and design. And she basically was like, why don't you do that? Because I was a music major and I wasn't really happy being a music major anymore just because it, um, been more stressful for me than not. And so I talked to her about it and she was like, why don't you just try fashion design? And that's what made it happen. Wow, that's so cool. So you took something that was a hobby and you turned it into actuality. Fashion designing is something you hear about or, you know, as kids, it's something you dream of doing, but to actually think it's attainable, you know, exactly. Yeah. majoring in music, I can think of numerous jobs off the top of my head. Fashion design, I feel like that's more intimidating to go into. It is very much. And that's probably why I never really thought of it whenever I was younger, because, you know, not very many people do it. And especially being from Oklahoma, I didn't know anybody who was a fashion designer. So of course it wasn't really that. Seemed more of a pipe dream. Right. All right. But you did it. You uh, took the fast track into fashion design. So Mm -hmm. you're in school, you're studying. What's next? So after I graduated, I um, kind of took a little bit of a hiatus. Um, I stayed at home and I started designing my clothing. I was discovered by this producer that was in Oklahoma City in the Dallas area And he asked me to produce a line for him so he could show it in a fashion show that he was doing. And that was the first time I had ever really produced an entire line. And for some reason, I'm a very cautious person and um, normally, but for some reason, I just said yes. And I took the leap and I produced a 18 garment show. Nice. And or line. Um, and yeah, like I really loved it and I never looked back. I did numerous shows in Oklahoma and that's really what kind of started, um, me building my portfolio for, you know, the future and professional, you know. Okay. Okay. So, you know, you graduate from college, you stay home, take a step back in a way, but then you're discovered by this gentleman. How did Mm -hmm. he find you? He found me on Facebook, but I think before that he had come to one of our school shows at the university that I went to. And so I think he went there and he had seen some of my items because I had, I, we would do a show every year and we were all, we were all allowed to um, show like one or two items. It was never a line. It was like, you know, one or two items. And then our senior show, we were allowed to do a miniature line, which was like six pieces and I think he saw those and as soon as I graduated and I went home I think he found me on Facebook and that was it that's cool that's the modern day you know business I guess isn't it Mm -hmm. um so you do these shows and you're starting to collect enough pieces to build this portfolio of yours and I mean did your dreams outgrow your town or what happened how did you move forward um actually it happened whenever I I took a trip to Paris, um, just like a really short 
pair, you know, trip abroad. And I'd been there before, but I wanted to go back just for fun. And it was just, it was the first time I was really traveling abroad by myself, like absolutely by myself, you know, and nobody was going to meet me there, you know, all of those things. And so I went to Paris and I, you know, as I was there, I was like, I feel like something's going to happen. Um, I didn't know what, but I felt, you know, you have, have those like premonitions. Yeah. Where you're like, oh my gosh, something's going to happen. Um, nothing happened. (laughs) (laughs) Good instincts. Good instincts. Right. But on my last night I was sitting on my Airbnb bed and I was like, Hmm, I really feel like something's going to happen, but I guess not. But I really want to see more of Paris, so I bought a ticket for a later train because I was supposed to leave at, like, 9 a.m. And so then I bought a ticket for 3 p.m. so I could have that extra, like, six hours to explore and things like that. So I explored all of that. Nothing happens. And then I got on the train, and I met this amazing woman. I knew instantly she was in fashion. And we ended up having, like, an amazing discussion about fashion. She she told me all this insightful information about the fashion world. And she looked at my portfolio or she looked at my Instagram that I had been building for the last like two or three years. And she said, you're an artist, but you're not a designer yet. This is how you do it. And then you need to take the next two years to build your portfolio. And this is all you need to do. Like, this is what you need to do night and day, you know? And so I really took that to heart. I went. Did you just have the courage to strike up a conversation with this woman? Um, So she sat by me on the train. Okay. And I just, I instantly knew that she was in fashion just because the way she was dressed. Sweet with our eyes first, right? First impressions. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's true. And I was like, oh my gosh, this lady is beautifully dressed. And then she was on the phone with like somebody, I don't know, before like the train left or whatever. And she was like saying things. She's like, you know, we were in Paris for the last week shooting this, um, campaign. Our next, in next week, we're going to be in Bangkok for another campaign, blah, blah, blah. She ended up being the creative curator for Vogue Japan, Vogue Australia and Vogue Italy. So she used a lot of like hot ticket words. Yeah. Like fashion, fashion. She's like H&M. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know, big money words where you're like, oh, this is definitely what she's the industry that she's in. That's great that she was able to offer such advice, like willingly. Yes. And she was so nice. And she actually struck up the conversation, just a general conversation to me first. She said, I'm so sorry that I was on the phone. How are you? You know, why are you in Paris? And and then I was like, finally, I couldn't take it. And I was like, are you in fashion? <laughs> <laughs> tell me everything. And then, yep, basically, tell me everything. And she was like, this is going to be your the best conversation you have. And it really was. It really changed my life. It, it basically, she basically showed me that, she taught me that I am holding myself back. Um, I've been complacent for a while, just, you know, Doing big fish, shows. small pond. Yes, big fish, small pond. I was staying in Oklahoma for much too long. And if I if I visualize it and I work hard enough, it will happen. And it did. And six months later, I it manifested in different ways. And um, I was able to move to New York uh, that January. Wow. Okay. So, you know, you go from having it be a hobby changing this major, which is just a massive decision, mm-hmm. getting kind of scouted, you know, by this, by this person who asks you to put on a show or mm-hmm. assist with them really. And 
Um, you do that, you go to Paris. I mean, such a city of inspiration, have the confidence to strike up a conversation with this woman. You really sound like a cautious person. And then <laughs> I know, right. Um, so after, as you say, six months later, so you get home from Paris and six months later you're in New York. Yeah, okay. So six, okay, I get home from Paris. That's in March. Six months later is September. Mm-hmm. And that's whenever I found out that, uh, so I had been working on my portfolio super hard during the summer. Um, I was getting recognition from people from big brands actually on Instagram because I'd been posting so much of my, of my, um, fashions. And I was like, okay, this is, this is it. Like, you know, like I need to start really saving up for New York or wherever I was going to move. I was going to either move to LA or New York, still unsure. And I still hadn't really saved up that much money because it's costly to make so much clothing. And I was only one person and you know, all of that. So Um, in September I was like, okay, so I'm basically done with my portfolio. It's time to start saving money, making connections, talking to people. And I had been talking to this designer, um, on Instagram and he had been helping me this whole time. And, um, I had asked him, I was like, so I think I'm done. I'm going to send you more portfolio. You can tell me what you think. And then um, if you know anybody in New York who's hiring and things like that, let me know. And he was like, okay, well, this is what you want to do. You'll want to live here in New York and all of that. And he was like, actually, I was wondering if you wanted to work for me when wow. you get here. So I was like, almost instantly, you know, I get a job offer and I'm like, yes, obviously yes. And, you know, I felt comfortable with that because he had Helped basically you. coached me through. Yeah. And then, I, and then, you know, the problem of the money where I'm like, okay, well, it's September, you know, like he wants me to start in January. Like, how am I going to raise that much money? And then a week later, like after he like offers me basically a job, um, I found out that my tribe was selling. I'm Native American, by the way. Woo-hoo. I'm a Native American designer. Woohoo. There's very few of us. Um, and... I found out that my tribe was selling some of our land to, I think, like an energy company or something like that. And we were all getting a big chunk of money. And I was like, this is the sign because, you know. I mean, it sounds like obviously you've had a couple of doors open and you're taking the courage and working hard to walk through them. So, And like it was really cool because like and I still get chills thinking about it is whenever I was talking to Katie, the lady from the train. Um, she, I basically was like, you know, I don't make much money. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not really doing anything pertaining to the industry right now. I'm working in retail, things like that. And, um, she said, if it's meant to be, it will happen. There you go. She's like through hard work, but other doors will open for you. Things will manifest if you visualize them and you truly make an effort to make it happen. And this is what happened. I did my work. I wasn't able to really save much money, but it came to me anyway. And, you know, it doesn't always happen like that, but it happened for In one me. way or another. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I was lucky enough to get that. And then I booked a ticket to New York to find a place to live. I was there for about six days in November. And then in January, I moved up and I started my job on January 7th. You found a place in six days in New York City? In six days. That is unheard of. In that's of also itself. destiny, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yep. 
and never looked back. All right. So, geez, all these great conversations, open doors that you're working hard and are diligent enough to walk through and, you know, make the proper moves and be courageous. Mm -hmm. So it's January. You're in New York City. You're working for this gentleman. What happens at this point in January? What year was it? 2018. 2018 to, you know, now you're working with this major brand and then with this are able to start your own line. Like what happened in that in between? So I worked for this, uh, for my, the old label for about six to eight months on and off. Um, it was a small company. So I basically did like contract by contract and, um, I also worked at another company as a teacher um, I did other odd jobs too. I did styling. Um, I helped on photo shoots. We are in New York City, so you do have to do what you have to do in order to get Make to your rent. dream. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, Pay rent and then you're counting down the grocery money. Right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, I had multiple jobs. Um, and I think last summer I decided, I was like, you know what? I've decided that I'm going to really look for a stable job in the fashion industry. Um, because I think for a while I had just basically been adventuring around the city, which is great. Getting to know the city is very important and getting inspired and meeting people. Um, but I just decided that it was time for me to really crack down on what I want to do as my own designer. So I was like, I, the first thing I need to do is find a stable job in the fashion industry so I can get paid well for what I do well. And, um, so I took the summer and I found a job. And in September I started working at the brand that I work at now as a technical designer and product developer. And it's been great. It's a very hard job. Um, my first week there, it was really, really hard, very difficult. Actually, the first probably month or two there was very hard, very difficult. Shannon heard all about it. <laughs> I came to her apartment multiple times and was like, oh But, I mean, gosh. I think that that's another stage of it, you know, the perseverance that you have. Yes. And to it's get such a growing, it. a growing moment and um, long moment. But, um, you know, I've learned more in the last six months and I've – ever learned. And I think you have to give yourself some credit. I mean, you're from Oklahoma and yes, you have this experience from your college career and then you did make proper steps afterwards. But I mean, moving to New York is really any major city um, Mm -hmm. that you're unfamiliar with is a beast in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Take that and then throw yourself into the pit that is the fashion world. I mean, you have to get comfortable with your surroundings. And then you were working in your industry, getting your footing while in a new place. I I think that takes a lot. So that's awesome that, you know, you got your bearings and then made the move. Yes, um, definitely. And it was a lot of work. And I think I forget about it because I just don't really, I don't really talk about it a lot with people, you know, because I don't know, it's just like a, such a behind the scenes thing to talk about. Um, people are just mostly enamored whenever I say that I'm a designer, they're like, Oh my gosh, you're a designer. That's so cool. And then you talk about like the great stuff about it and they never, we never really get to the part where, Oh, I struggled for humble beginnings three or four, four or five years before I even got to where I am now. Um, I, you know, I was a preschool teacher back in Oklahoma. I, you know, did fashion shows and like 
I would have all of my designs in my car and like, I looked like I lived in my car for a while. Cause like I had all my, my garments in there and I was just like, you know, driving around from, you know, photo shoot to photo shoot, you know, um, my, you know, the craziness of like basically producing, um, you know, five, two or three lines a year, um, or collections a year, um, by myself, essentially. I had a couple of people who helped. Of Victoria and Katie. Definitely shout out to them. But, um, you know, but it was mostly by myself. And I was in, nobody really does that, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's all it's all I knew, really, how to do what I needed, you know, to get to where I am now. And, you know, I never really had anybody to use as a as an example it's such a rare field especially in a smaller area especially when you're not from new york or texas even or um california when you know most people don't even think about yeah you're definitely not sticking to a traditional route but you're still having the courage to go to go for it and now you're here Mm -hmm. in new york city in this stable wonderful job in the fashion world now, now that you're here, what do you think has, what do you think helps the most? Like networking with people, social media, like what are the biggest things that you think have advocated for you? Mm, I would say for me, particularly, um, for everybody, I think it's different just depending on your personality. But for me, it's been my, th- uh, my Instagram, okay. my um, social media. I am able to make something, draw something, or, you know, construct something and put it up on Instagram and use that for, like, the proof that I do what I do and I I do it well. Um, I, myself, never really liked to network. I do now. I am a good networker now. But, like, back in, like, a couple years ago even, I was not good. Well, it's hard. It's a skill. it's very hard. And I'm more of a... Let me show you proof in the pudding. Right. Let me show you rather than just talk about myself because if like I just talk about myself it kind of makes me feel like I'm bragging or like you know just yeah, but I mean I think no matter what field you're in you do have to learn to network. Like, yes. Network. And it's very important. But social media for me was like the catalyst. Huge. Yes, because I would get even before I lived in New York, I would get invited to New York Fashion Week. I would get invited to London Fashion because Week because of your social media. Because of my and that is how Instagram. You heard? I mean, how you got a lot of yeah. That's how I are. met the first designer I worked for. That's how I, um, yeah, that's how I met the first designer I worked for. That's how I basically created my portfolio. That's how. All these people who are following me now that I know in the industry, like in person, yeah, that's huge. how they we we met in the beginning. Is they followed me on Instagram, and I was like, "Who are you?" And you know, um, and now I'm meeting people who are like, "Oh, wait, I actually follow you on Instagram." It's happened a couple times, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's so crazy!" Especially in New York, when yeah. you know there's millions of people, but it's really cool. Wow. Okay, so all of these things from you know where you've been, what you're doing. What is it that you want for yourself in the future? Does it align with like what you're doing now? Does it align with what you want to do, with who you are as a brand, what you want for your brand? So um, as a technical designer and product developer, I have learned a lot about uh, the technicalities of things and how to develop a product 
perfectly and beautifully. What um, does that even mean? So basically, I turn sketches into manual manufacturable um, goods items. Yes. Um, and I, you know, I choose the fabric and like how it's made and things like that. And that's a very general way of saying, yeah, of course. But, um, I've learned a lot of technical things that are in the industry that I wouldn't know otherwise, but I think in the long game, I want to be a creative director, which basically all I have to do is sketch. Yeah. And then it makes itself, you know, like, you know, people obviously are hard at work making the garment. But that's what I want to do is be a creative director of my own label. Okay. Um, so I'm working hard towards it. But, um, you know, if you want to have your own label, you basically have to work for yourself. So I'm, you know, I'm gearing towards that. But right now, stability is key for saving money and things like that to do. In a perfect world, at the end of the day, you would be your creative director, your own label. Mm-hmm. And producing my own music and making shows that people come and see. Shows that come to life. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds great. I mean, and incorporating you know, what you first did. Music. Right. Into so, it. yes. I'm very musical. I'm an artist. So, I paint and draw. And what I would want to ultimately do is create this experience where you come in and it's a 3d experience where I guess 40 I don't know it's you know dancing and music and um my my art everywhere and then fashion as well throughout yeah that's awesome you know um so you know each concept I've thought up of hundreds of concepts by now but you know each show would be a different concept and yeah so it Ultimately, what I would want to do when I have enough, you know, money and enough publicity and, you know, followers and things like that, I would definitely want to do it for a good cause. That's great. Pay it forward. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's so lovely to hear. And I mean, obviously, it's taken a lot to get to where you are. You've worked Mm -hmm. for it. And you've also, you know, I don't want to say used, but you've taken advantage of these proper situations that you've been placed in for the best and that's so cool to hear utilized it yeah Mm -hmm. and as you should i mean you you worked for it so Mm -hmm. and you were optimistic about it so i totally respect that if you so this is kind of a double-edged question Mm -hmm. um you know you had that great conversation in paris but with that like kind of circulating through your whole career thus far what do you think has been the best advice and what advice would you give someone stepping into this field um I think the biggest advice um, that she gave me was that you basically, if you want something to happen, you have to make it happen yourself. Nobody is going to approach you. Um, Nobody is going to be like, oh, are you a designer? Um, You really have to. And that's what I learned for about a year. I was just kind of complacent in New York. And then once, you know, the summer I was like, I have to go out and I have to do my thing. I have to show people who I am. And, um, so basically you have to really kind of force yourself on people, you know, artistically speaking and, um, you know, really be confident in who you are. And, and yes, sometimes it'll be fake confidence because, you know, fake it till you make it. Yeah. You got to fake it till you make it. But like, if you truly are talented, they will see it. And, And another thing that really 
I have learned that wasn't advice, but I've learned through taking that advice is people really do want to help you. Like there are a lot more nice people than there are mean people in the world. And that's encouraging to hear, especially from, you know, a field that is notoriously known for being cutting edge and, or cutting, you know, cutting edge and cutting throat. Cutthroat. But if you are truly, truly wanting, if you're truly hardworking and you truly show who you are and that you're there to be better and to do what they want you to do and, you know, all of that, then they will, you know, more than more likely than not um, want to help you and help you you push you forward as well. yeah, people are here to collaborate. Artists are collaborators, collaborators. Yes. And um, yeah, so I've met more artists that are very collaborative and than, you know, rude artists, you know. So I may be lucky in that, but that's my experience. That's and a great my experience. My advice would be be willing to work with other people, be willing to help other people before they help you. Be willing to um, be willing to carry cameras at a photo shoot. Be willing to do the grunt work because as much positivity as you put out into the world, it will come back to you. And that's what I found is like as soon as I started really just, you know, being humble and um, not expecting. Yeah, not expecting things, not thinking of myself as like deserving of things. um, I things really started happening. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, I'm so excited. I'm so thankful to know you and I'm so excited to see the progress as it moves forward. And I can't wait to go to that gala down the road. (laughs) You'll have to design me a dress. I'll bring some food. (laughs) Anyway. So thank you for joining us today. If you want to shout out your Instagram and Facebook. Okay. So my Instagram is just Kateri Design, one word, K-A-T-E-R-I-D-E-S-I-G-N and then the underscore and then my facebook is kateri designs facebook.com slash kateri designs k-a-t-e-r-i-d-e-s-i-g-n-s awesome and that is me that is kateri and again thank you for having us this has been by nature by trade thank you for having me come back anytime thank you all right that's all